We are out here. Fuck y'all talking about. Sophisticated ignorance. Are y'all fucking crazy? That's a fact. Talk are y'all crazy? Yo, y'all get me tight. Like, I be out here trying to be humble. Let's not get fucking crazy. Sophisticated ignorance. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I am Vixen J. Hi, I'm Roe Oh, here, here we are with another one. I uh, hope you guys are doing well out there in quarantine land. Yes. Who child? Um, it's been quite the week. Not gonna lie. Has it? Has it? Oh not? no, it it has. It has had. Oh, I can't even put into words what this week has been like. And see, Roby, as we were talking about the other day, you kind of jinxed it. No, I didn't jinx it. I called it for what it is. January is the fuck boy of the calendar year. And ha- wouldn't you know it? On the sixth day uh, of the two thousand and twenty-first year of this wait. of this lifetime, here we are. The proof is in the pudding. The jam is in the jar. And the two thousands is turning twenty-one, so you know it's going to wild out this year. Oh well, consider what happened recently. Big drunk. Big time. Big, Big drunk. Time. So I mean, I am not surprised at all. Uh, BS- I, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> I, I really am. I, I had anticipated hope, you know, yes, we can. I anticipated mm. so much. And yeah. look at the shit. And look what happened. Yes, they did. <laughs> so there's that. So, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, you know, we have the situation where, you know, if we're just going to dive right into it. Uh, so, yeah, the whites decided they were going to while out. And... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The whites decided that they were going to while out and they were going to just fuck up America. It boggles my mind that they waited this long to do this and they feel so privileged to want to display their powers and just storm the Capitol. Like it, it was nobody's business. Oh, this is my country. We're taking it back. Biden didn't win. Trump said, let's go. We got the tanks ready to roll out. And boom. Like, that makes no sense. You know, four years ago, if this would have happened, when we decided that Trump shouldn't be inaugurated, (laughs) Mm -hmm. things would have just gone awry. Okay, so before we even just dive into exactly what happened, because at this point, it's national news. Everyone knows what's going on. Everyone's talking about it. Let's just start with our initial reactions. Where were you that Wednesday when you heard about the news? Wednesday, I was in a cadaver. Um, Excuse me? I was, yeah, I was in a cadaver. I Can was, you explain uh, for the audience what a cadaver is? Because it sounds like a magic a, word. A dead body. You were in a dead body? I was in a dead body. Wowzer. I am, you know I'm becoming a foot and ankle surgeon, right? So, so what does that have to do with dead bodies? Well, we have to actually excise tissue, um, look at nurse supply, Bones, blood supply, muscle, tendon, you, ligament. You, you've never told me that you play with dead people. Never. Never <sighs> okay. in my days. Well, yes, yes. As I was knee deep, no pun, no pun intended. intended. No pun. No pun. That's a pun. No pun intended. Big no, pun. No, no. <laughs> I knee love deep. It. I love it. <laughs> I got a buzz on my, my Apple Watch, actually. And it was from Twitter about the riots, Trump supporters, riots. And I'm like, what is going on? Of course, I can't do anything until I'm finished. Took off my gloves, washed my hands, and I went to my phone. Of course, a massive amount of text messages. Rovi, what's going on? Um, Even Ron DeSantis in Florida is saying that um, anti-Trump supporters are being um, upheld in the right way. We don't want to claim Biden as president. They are in right to fight for the rights for this country. We fought so hard to be here. And I'm like, what is going on? So it was a whole whirlwind on my behalf. Um, I don't know. What were you doing at that when the news dropped on you? Uh, so I was at work. I was working. It was a regular day. And then I started seeing t- Twitter. I mean, Twitter clearly is the news outlet here. Uh, so I'm, I'm saying this as a happy day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was on Twitter and girl, no, it's not. Um, yeah, I was, I was working, I was on Twitter and then I started seeing, oh, um, 
Trump mob, you know, gathering at Capitol and stuff like that. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I started seeing clips of, like, you know, the the terrorist. So let's, for this point forward, let's call them what they are. The terrorist. They are terrorists. Anything, they, anything that you do in that magnitude constitutes you as a terrorist. Yes, big terrorist. So the terrorists were attacking the police. And at that point, I was just, like, sitting... I was sitting there and I was shocked, not shocked, not like, OMG, it was just like, oh, what is happening here? What is going, wait a minute, is this a Caucasian on Caucasian altercation? Because <laughs> this is something that you don't see every day. So I, I respectfully grabbed my metaphorical popcorn and I sat in front of the TV and was like, oh, this is spicy. Let them hang themselves. Let them hang themselves. Ironically, some of them actually made nooses out of um, media... A wire for what reason i don't know that was weird to perpetuate their their power i mean yes and at the yeah. end of the day that's something that i i said to most people at the time where it's like this was a display of power yes it was a storming of the capital and you know from the outside looking at it on tv it looked very dramatic you know you had these terrorists that were you know coming to the capital and they were fighting with police. They were, like, knocking down barriers. And there was just... I think there was a lot of things happening at that point to where it was just like, what the fuck is going on? It was more confusion it's and like fascination. It's like you knew it could happen, but you wouldn't believe it with your own eyes. Oh, right. I mean, we should have all saw this coming. Now, as black America, we already knew that these people were on some next shit, right? But I think what took it to another level was that it's like, oh, y'all really out here. Like, y'all really like about this life and granted we all know that trump kind of incited this by what he said he big but, time uh, instigated it oh yeah big instigator yo trump is the instigator of the, from the united states he flatly told them to go to the capitol building right he told them and act up just act up and don't worry you'll get hugs and kisses act you'll be dun, dun. walked down the stairs like cinderella escorted and you'll be safely back into your hotel rooms Chilling after your display. He basically laid out the play, the plan for them. So as you see it unfolding and you see the terrorists attacking the police, even to the point where the police decided, up, oh, we're just going to let down the barriers and let them inside. There was just stages of me watching this thing and I was on the phone with my friend watching it on the TV and we were just cracking jokes because for me, that's my way of coping. Just cracking yeah. jokes. And thank uh, shout out to Twitter again for being that outlet of comedy in such tragedy. But honestly, shout out for to me, Black Twitter for helping us cope with this right. insanity. But, but realistically, like, all right, yeah, I know that this was supposed to be like a crazy day, but first of all, I felt like it had nothing to do with us as Black people. So just like, <laughs> yeah, the girls are fighting and we're just sitting Hands back. Hands are wiped clean. Right. This time, it ain't our doing. None of our people being... We didn't being... do nothing. Do not point the finger. Right. Do not collect 200, pass, go. Like... Our people are not getting gunned down or, you know, shack or tackled or anything like that. So it's like, let them, let the chickens roost and cock and cattle and do whatever they have to do. But I, I think that's why I was more fascinated because it's like, I have never... Like, you see shit like this in movies. You never yeah. think that would happen in real life. It would happen in real and life. And in the matter of... I don't even know how long it took. It must have been a half an hour. It went from the terrorists fighting with the cops to all of them up on the stairs. Like, it was it was house party, pun intended. Right, lounging, you know what I'm saying? taking I, selfies. I call it Trump Con 2021 because... <laughs> Throwing people, up the yo, deuces. Rovi, did you see... Everyone had a flag. I'm telling you, everyone had a flag. They had fitteds on. They had gear on. They had logos on their sweatshirts and... Tim's probably. I don't people, know. People brought out their their folding chairs. People brought out tents. I saw a freaking Nathan stand where people were selling food. Like this shit was not just oh we storming the Capitol. It's like yo we big chilling. It was a big occupancy. You know what I mean? And even outside of it being planned, it was just a matter of these people felt comfortable in doing this. And because they think the capital is theirs. That's why. Well, we're gonna get that into is, that. That that is why. It's that white power and that white privilege and that white supremacy that allows them to think that, oh, this is my country and I could say and do whatever I want and I could march up in the house even though I committed like fifteen capital crimes. Which is and, a deplorable act. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now 
the sentiment for most of black Twitter and black America in general is like, if that was us, granted it would never be, because why would we? But if that was us to be gully on that shit, I mean, you know, it, it's not supposed to be funny, but I think bombs would have literally been dropped. People would have been killed. My friend it wasn't joked, even a question. My friend joked that they would have probably blown up the whole Capitol building just Shoot to... Shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah, he said that they, they would have probably blown up the whole Capitol building just to stop the insurgency. And, you know, as exaggerated and as crazy as that is, it's absolutely right because... It's the truth. You know, I mean, look at what happened last summer, right? We all experienced what happened last summer with George Definitely. Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all those other people and how Black Lives Matter came out to peacefully. The root word peaceful. being peaceful protests and look how we were... Look at how those people were met with violence, with, you know, with uh, tragedy and with force, Right. And mind you, we weren't even near a Capitol building. We were nope. just out in the street saying, yo, this is fucked up. Black Lives Matter. And mind you, those same people, the same terrorists, they were out in the street saying all lives matter, blah, blah, blah. So they were out blue in the streets. Blue lives matter. Everybody right. Blue lives, lives matter. matter, which is ironic because they were beating up the blue lives that, that, that day. So it was just like, what do y'all really stand for? You know, are y'all just, are y'all here because you have actual views are y'all here for fucking violence and chaos? And the answer is they're all chaos demons. All of them. They yeah. don't really care about law and they order. Don't they don't care about American standards or whatever. They have the battery called Trump put in their back. And now it's less about Trump and more about, hey, this it's, it's very Hitlerish in nature. It's like this person represents white ideology, white supremacy, white power, and just the privilege of these certain Americans feel like they have, right? It's not Definitely. even about Trump anymore because it's honestly, not. when Trump gets out of office, these people are still going to be acting up. They're still going to be acting that way and they're still going to want to say this is our America and it's always been our America and nothing will change beyond that. They, you cannot change their minds beyond that point. You know, to feel as though that they can even go in and just have deplorable acts and just break windows and take monuments and crash yeah. offices and just do anything that they wanted to do and believe that they're doing it for justice. Where's the moral compass? No, they're doing this because they're angry that... That they're mad that it get voted in. That Trump wasn't president again. Yeah, they're mad. They're big mad. But the it's, fact... It's, it's unbelievable to me. I mean, yes. I mean, it is unbelievable. And I honestly feel that, you know, once again... I mean, if this, and the sentiments are like, if this is the precursor for what's going to happen on Inauguration Day, then shit me. Because, you know, we we saw how the law enforcement treated these these terrorists. Not very well. And, hmm. you know, let, let's talk, we, even before we get into that, let's just talk about some of the more shocking things of the day. Uh, and I guess you could go first. Like, for you, despite, like, the circumstances of, okay, you know, this is happening and no surprise. What was like the most shocking moment for you where it was just like, what the fuck? The most shocking moment for me was when um, I saw on Twitter, it was a picture on Twitter. I saw the police, not policing, but taking <laughs> selfies. No, taking selfies with the terrorists. And I'm like, do you understand that they are invading the Capitol right now? They are looting they are looting and shooting, <laughs> looting and shooting, tearing up documents, um, stealing mail, <laughs> making Nancy Pelosi looks like shit in her office. I don't I don't understand how the police don't police. But if let's say somebody else, a black person um, walks past and let's say throw a gum wrapper on, they will have them in freaking handcuffs. Max, like this, this makes no sense. You have people jail. who are actually hitting you in your face and then you're going to turn around and take a selfie with them. That's where I was like, yo, the police aren't policing. What is the job of the policeman? What is the job of security at the Capitol? What are they supposed to be doing instead of defending the Capitol? You are outside showing your true colors and saying, hey, we support the terrorists and we believe that this Capitol should be infiltrated because we want power back in our control. To bring it to a bigger picture is like some of these law enforcement officials are a part of these groups, right? Oh, yeah. So no surprise where, you Different know, hats. I kind of heard that, you know, uh, certain terrorists probably like flash the military card or whatever and just like, oh, come on. Like you saw the footage 
for me, the shocking part was one, these people climbing up the Capitol walls. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> the that, same walls that they wanted to build in Mexico, The right? irony, the irony of seeing the visual <laughs> of them climbing up a wall to get over this wall. Just like, wowzer. <laughs> y'all don't even see yourselves. This is nuts. So how, me, how is it, it going to stop anyone? <laughs> mind you, they've already went through the front door. I don't know why they had to climb over the wall. That was already mind-boggling to me. It's like, <laughs> why? You know, the steps are right there. You could have just climbed up the steps. Why are you climbing over a wall? Whatever. Some of the other shocking things for me was the fact that they were literally escorted into the building. You know, that hand was... Hand. Right. That was wild. Like, it, it sounded or looked like a fucking, like, school tour, you know? It was like you're going to prom. Exactly. They had the red carpet out for you. Um, you get your corsage, you get your little table <laughs> ticket, and you walk in. No, that's what it was. There was no type of fear at all. You... you the, there's no way that anybody could have been scared walking into the Capitol building because guess what? They knew that they weren't going to get killed. They knew that they weren't going to get harmed. They knew that police, police wasn't policing. They weren't doing their job. They knew that they can do whatever the hell that they wanted to do and still get away with it. And that's the security that they have tied to white privilege. It was a terrorist field trip. Let's just call it what it is. Because they all just yeah. rolled up in there. They were taking pictures. Taking pictures. They probably the got statues. a gift bag. They got podiums taken right. out. There were, all kinds of people things. People taking selfies on the you know the house floor. There was that guy that had like the bull helmet on. He was just living his best life. Like those whites were having a ball. They were having a fun. Yeah. And they were climbing the wall. And they were going into the ball pit. Just like you know little kids do. <laughs> they were having their, their fun times in front of the Capitol. And everybody's office just doing whatever the hell they want to do. Rip up papers like confetti. Like it was fun. This was a fun day. You right. know what I mean? And yeah, the, and the lack of um, police enforcement in that case was just very... There was absolutely no policing yeah. at all. And, that, and that's the part that I think shocked a lot of us because, once again, aver the average citizen can't even get close to the Capitol building without there being like a security check or whatever. And these people just like forced their way in. Like, even when I was hearing uh, some of the... Um, even when I was hearing some of the interviews that was happening afterwards with some of the whites that were blitzing the Capitol, you know, I mean, just the way that described it is like, yeah, we're blitzing the Capitol. We're storming it. We're going in. We're taking over and we're showing people that this isn't right. This isn't fair. And it's like one, obviously this was intentional, right? They did not come for peace. They came for violence. They came for a level of occupancy. They came for a level of control. So that off the rip, you know what I mean? Um, it's not like, oh, they were protesting peacefully and it escalated. No, it's like we came with we came with smoke and now there's a fire, which literally was the case because there was flashbangs <laughs> that was happening on the Capitol. So, I mean, that was already I think another shocking thing for me was the woman that got shot and not shocking because, oh, my gosh, someone got shot. It was just shocking on some. Yo, she got shot. That's right. crazy. But that's what she gets to. So it's just like, yeah, you can't be storming a Capitol building and think you're just going to like. But not that's, that's get exactly God. what they thought. It, they would be unharmed. Well, mo majority of them were unharmed. Joy Reid from MSNBC, she said it best. It's like these white people felt no level of threat to their lives. None. None at all. And no fear. It's. Absolutely, I think that's the part that really got me more upset about anything. Like I was having a ball, like watching this shit unfold, because like, oh, look at them destroy. Finally, like, right? Finally, finally, yes. it, this is put on a global oh, scale of how we're gonna level out somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, finally, it was put on a global scale of how like ridiculous these people are, and on top of that, it was just a huge embarrassing stain on this country. You know, I was here for all of that because, you know, I'm just big petty that way. I'm just like, <laughs> look, look at all these people messing up the country stuff. But on top of that, what really got me upset about it was more like not even just the hypocrisy of, OK, if that was us, what would happen? Just the fact that they were able to get away with it. And these people outside of that one chick that got shot, who cares? You know, these people were able to go in, cause a ruckus, create all this chaos and mess and then go home happily to their families. Right. As if nothing ever happened, right? In the, in the same tune, you have the people who are actually marching for a sense of for a cause. human rights. Right. You know what I'm saying? And these are the people who are being 
who lives are being threatened. These are the people who may not make it out alive. And the irony behind it is that they're fighting for all of this, but still reaping the benefits of the Democratic Party and the working class. So what are you really fighting for? Like, what, what, what was the reason for you going to the Capitol? What was the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> <laughs> what was the reason for you destroying government property, for you breaking in? You, you did a B&E. That, they basically did a big-time no. B&E well, on the Capitol. It was a, it was a destroy and enter, not break Going and into enter. the chambers, just, just ripping things to shred, you know? And just have a mob of people outside and then still be escorted out. Like you were on a resort. Like, this, it boggles my mind. As I said, do you know how much capital crimes were committed that day? Yes. Capital you know crimes. So I'm not funny? even talking about, like, petty crimes on some, oh, you know, assault an officer. Or, oh, no, I, you know, cause property damage. I'm talking about capital crimes. Like, you've entered a federal building forcefully. You incited an insurgency, a mob, a riot, a, a surge. You know what I mean? Then you... Like tampered with, you know, government documents. Like mm-hmm. there was the um, the story of that guy that was up in Pelosi's office and took a piece of mail yeah. of hers and shit. It's like you're stealing government mail. You know what I mean? This is not like little small crimes. Like these people should be going to jail for life. Which they ironically, Trump had a law put in place or a bill put in place where it's like he oh, put an executive order in last executive summer order that. last summer yep. about that. So all these niggas should be in j- 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 jail. Yeah. You know, if you desecrate any property in a federal building, that's an automatic 10 years. Automatic. And for you each know? thing that they... They should get 10 years for each thing they touch. <laughs> right? And there's, there's, there's footage of it. And it's funny, because I was looking on Twitter as well, too. The FBI is asking for help to identify oh. such persons who actually did the deplorable acts in the Capitol building. And Sign like, me up. I will work part-time for the FBI if it means compensation, if it means recognition. Let me get my <laughs> let me get my face finder. Let me get my Googles on. Black Twitter, I'll recruit them because they know how to find somebody. But they all ASAP. are doing selfies with their full names and posting it. They're right. already incriminating themselves. So they it makes they're not going to get in trouble. It makes the work so much more easier, Rove. I'm just going to go in. Oh. Henry, okay, this is his age, this is where he lives. Because every news interview, I should say, that people were on the screen, they were like, what's your name where you're from? Uh, my name is Emily, and I'm from northern Wisconsin. And I'm just like, I'm writing down notes. I'm just like, okay, that narrows down my search. Great. So now I just have to find a last name, go on LinkedIn. Oh my like, God. you know what I mean? And it's... <laughs> but the thing is, it's just the boldness of them being able to like go on and say their names and have their faces exposed and all this shit. It's just like, once again, they don't care. There's no level of, you know, repercussion that they face that gives None. them any level of fear. There's, there's no accountability for this at all. Well, why at should all. they be accountable? Guess who, who, as I said, the battery in their back is... Was Trump, yeah. Is Trump himself. And you know what yeah. the bullshit was, too? So, I don't know if you were paying attention at this point, but Biden came on the news. Now, look at the irony here. Look at the differences of approach. Mm-hmm. Biden goes on national television and addresses the people and says, this is a deplorable act. This is not what America stands for. Hashtag, right. it actually is. But neither here nor there. Okay, Biden, you're new. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Let him know. ease into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he'll learn. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he talks about all these things, and then he urges Trump to, like, say something. You know what I mean? He's like, Trump... Mm-hmm. Get off your lazy ass and say something to the people. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. So Trump decides, instead of matching the same energy or keeping that same energy, he was going to say, hey, I see your TV debut, and I'll lower you a Twitter video. <laughs> like, yep. he basically made a video for his close friends on Twitter and said, hey, y'all, look, you know, thank you for coming. I know you guys are beautiful people. Love you all. You're so special. But you guys have to go home. Wink, wink. You don't have right. to go home, but, you know, kind of cut it out, guys. All right. <laughs> we, we had enough. Yeah. yeah we, we had our fun. You guys got to see the Capitol today. You got your selfies and your pictures. Love the flags. Beautiful flags. You guys have some of the best flags I've ever seen in my life. You know, him and his little <laughs> fucking fingers. You have some of the best flags. I love the flags. 
Uh, but guys, yeah, you know, they told me that, you know, the capital thing's a little illegal, so you guys have to disperse or go home or go a couple blocks away. You know, stand back and stand by. You know what I mean? He basically pulled it's that line. Unbelievable. And can you imagine if he pulled the line, there were good people on both sides when they were all <laughs> beating each other's asses? <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to say. I could believe he would say something like that. <laughs> After all this shit that went down, like, there's no way that he could. He did. He told him exactly what to do and mm-hmm. then reneged in the same breath. Oh, big reneged. So, like. Mind you, he started off that message with talking about the election where it was rigged. So it's just like, what type of message are you really trying to send? It's like, you're basically saying, yeah, guys, you know, I know you guys are all there for the rigged election. I understand, uh, but there's no need to be angry. Everyone go home. We'll have another shot. I mean, there'll be other times for you to express yourself. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> What is he trying to predict in the future? <laughs> and that's the plot twist because hmm. we all know the inauguration is coming up in a couple weeks. And it's just like, <laughs> once again, if this was the preview... Huh. Then what's the remix gonna look like? I have no idea, and had the nerve to say, if anyone asked, I won't be at the inauguration. No one asked. No, no, one, no asked. one cares. No one asked or cared or wants to care. Yeah, you know that's the scary part. And there's been a lot of talks, at least for me at work, about the situation and stuff like that. And I don't. Most of the most of the people at my work now. I work at a majority white company, but most of the people at work you know, feel the same sentiments of, oh, they're scared, they're nervous, this is crazy. You know, it really sheds a light on Trump supporters. You know, I have people in my family who are Trump supporters too. And right. it's just a um, very uncomfortable feeling knowing that they support people that are like this, that go to that extreme. Right. And, you know, as someone who's kind of on the other side, I don't know how to interact with them. And that's, and all those sentiments as, you know, really tough as they are to deal with. It's still, for me, my main sentiment is that, you know, once again, after this whole thing, these people go home. And now they're in your neighborhoods. They're local. They're the ones that have their Trump flags, you know, probably in the front lawns. Crazy enough, when I went to visit my mom recently, uh, I saw a person with a Trump flag right across the street from her. Right? And now my mom lives in like a relatively closed off community. So, okay. you know, for me, it's like, I don't know if my mom sees that as something that she should be careful of or if she's relatively cool with everyone around her right. way. Um, I, I, I can I can see where you're going with that because my neighbor is a Trump supporter. Oh, big Trumper. My colleagues are Trump supporters. Big Trumpers. And, you know, I can't tell them not to be because that's they're entitled to that's their rights but as long as they they have some kind of level of respect i mean i was even talked to one of my closest um partners when i'm in the lab very very white i don't think he can get whiter than this crew cut um wire glasses like typical white man that you can think of and you know we develop a bond outside of our you know political affiliations and he's like roe v you know, even though I am a Trump supporter, like, I don't condone violence. Like, that's mm. what these people are doing. It makes no sense. There's no justifiable reason to storm the Capitol. There is no plan behind it. They're not trying to push a bill or try to change an executive order or try to do anything that can help whatever Trump's standing for. They're just doing this because they don't want him to not be president. But according to one person on the ground, it was a revolution. Right, which to me was a slap to the face because it's like, bitch, how fucking dare you call this shit a revolution when all you're fighting about is that your man's didn't get elected again? She this heard the song on shuffle before she came out. That's that's the only reason why she knew that word. This is a revolting lucian. Huh? huh? See what I did there? Huh? <laughs> revolting. Yes. I mean, your colleague is right in a sense. Like it's deplorable. It's obscene. It's. And but there's the no is, moral compass. But the thing all. is, you don't really see much Trump supporters. You don't really see the sentiment or hear the sentiment of much Trump supporters saying, "Hey, though I believe in this candidate, or, or though you know I, you know, am aligned with their views, I still don't condone racism. I still don't condone xenophobia. I don't condone any of these things. Misogyny. Nothing. Because, nothing like that. Right. Because as long as the Trump, you know, administration has been around, those two things have been synonymous with each other. Right. Yep. It's kind of like Trump racist, Trump, 
you know, rapist Trump, sexist Trump, capitalist Trump. You know what I'm saying? So all these ideologies that most people probably had in the past, you know, kind of scattered all around, they all are merged together in this big Trump ball to right. say, oh, okay, this person represents everything that I that I believe in. Or, He's blended or, up. Right, it oh, just blended yeah. up. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to have my flag flying free. You know, Trump 2020. These people are going to be flying the shit in 2022. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, let the past... Like, the Trump flag is becoming the new Confederate flag. It is. Right? becoming. I think it is. Like, the South can't let it go. These people are not going to let Trump go. It's just like, why does white America hold on to the past so much? But when it comes to racism, never heard of it. Don't know her. Don't know what that is. Rape. Slave who? Slaves. Slavery. They don't know what that is. Reprohutions? I've never... They'll watch a million movies and still be blindsided and just say oh wow it wasn't as bad as i thought it was 12 years a slave more like 12 minutes am i right mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god and everyone who in the office in in the executive office and in our judicial system who supported trump you can see them all falling like flies now you know that right of course everyone's resigning oh yeah everyone, everyone. is jumping off the the sticking what, ship was, why why are we doing that there's no there's nothing noble behind it. The damage is already done. Like, well, spe- it, why why resign now? Speaking of resigning, um, you mentioned earlier about the 25th Amendment. To your opinion, and for those who don't know what the 25th Amendment is, it's the removal of the president, right? Yep. So, you know, that, that amendment And gives the, the vice president stepping up. Yep. Correct. So at this stage in the game, where we literally have days left in the presidency. Does it make sense to do that? Or is it just like, all right, too little, too late? What do you think? It's it's too little, too late. It's too little, too late. If you invoke this 25th Amendment right now, um, Trump is removed, let's say that. Um, all of, um, everything that he's been done will be eligible for pardon on his behalf. So it'll be like, oh, okay, slate's clean. It, 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 it it, it, at this moment, two weeks before we have a new president, it makes no sense for him to to invoke the 25th Amendment. And Pence would just excuse him, just give him the pardon for all everything that he's done. But in, that, the, in the same tune, not to cut you off, but in the same tune, from what I've heard, is that if he does, if they do go through the 25th Amendment and they do remove him, I heard that he would not have the ability or the opportunity to run again in 2024. 2024, 2024, yeah. That would that would definitely nail it in the coffin. Right. But we're not going <laughs> to... I can't fathom. I didn't even want to speak that into existence. Roby. I can't even fathom. Reverend. You know what? You say that. Because I did work the polls in 2016, right? And we all we all cried. We cried oh, at 8 p.m. when we sad. saw the results. But we didn't go to the Capitol and start bombing bombs over Baghdad um, because we didn't want him <laughs> in the office. No, we were like, all right, this is the vote. You know, whatever. He cheated, blah, blah, blah. You know what? In hindsight, we should have fought just as hard as they're doing right now on January 6th, 2021. That and part. maybe the revolution would have happened. And it literally would have been televised. Look at that. But in 16, we didn't know the ultimate devil that Trump was going to be. We just knew like, oh, boo, he's not the right man for the job. Right. But then it took four years for us to realize, oh, not even four. It was like year one where we realized, oh, no, baby. Mm-mm. What is you doing? But fast forward, right? So let's say if, you know, they do go through the 25th and all that stuff. These terrorists have waited four years or have right. had four years of this president to bolster their message and bolster their views. I guarantee you, if Trump even has the inkling of an opportunity to run a couple years after, these people are going to be waiting. They are going to, they're going to create like political shrines to this man, like wishing for his return. It's like the return of Beelzebub or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? They're going to conjure some type of circle. They're going to say, I, uh, Trump, uh, I don't know, whatever. No, it's going to be the return magic. of Voldemort. Right. The back. return of Voldemort. They're going to re- they're gonna collect all the freaking 
harlots or whatever they're called and they're going to conjure up this demon again and then we're going to have to literally fight him as a country how old would he be he's going to be in a retirement home assistant living something he that he is not going to be physically capable to run well i ironically biden is older than trump yeah but he looks good uh, for a white guy <laughs> i mean yeah he's not as pruny you know he does not look like he it looks like he drinks about water. about to hit the, hit the casket anytime soon. <laughs> he looks like he drinks water, which is respectable. Yes. Let's leave that respectfully. And that is mind residence. you, he has Kamala by his side. That's so. true. So she, he, she's going to give him some bush tea, some nice um, orange juice. There it and is. And some good antioxidants. Ooh, that boy ain't going nowhere. <laughs> no. Nah. Get some chicken foot soup and he's ready to go. As long as Biden doesn't come out with some type of Rastafarian headset, I think we'll all be fine. I'm not against that. I'm big against it. I'm not against that. No. Because, you know, he's... (laughs) I'm against it. I'm not against it. But state your claim. Why why would you like to say that? He's influenced by Kamala. It's not like he's doing it because he saw it on TV. You know what I mean? Mm. It's It's giving me when uh, the Democrats... Put on their little kente cloths. Oh and, Lord! And their little kente cloths, and they kneeled. I don't think we're going to talk about that again. And they kneeled on the, the, the floor. The one pattern kente cloth. With yeah, the you know, mm, I just don't want that again. Okay. All right, I'll pull back. <laughs> we're not going to do that. You give them an inch, they'll take a country. I'm just I'm, saying. Uh, I, you know what? You're right. So let's not You're give right. them the chance. We're not going to do that. Because they are, they're already have been emboldened. Mm-mm-mm. But so. Uh, so outside of that day, there were some good news for that day, despite the calamity. The good news being, um, do you want to talk about it? The good news on that day is what? Georgia turned blue. Georgia turned blue, and ironically, they take control of the Senate. Which, of course. Which which semantically, the words, the Democrats take over the Senate just seemed like poor wording because at that point the terrorists were taking over the Senate. So right. I don't know. It just felt weird to it me. Had like... a few, yeah, it had a feel for them. <laughs> they were like, oh no, this can't happen. And they wanted to take away from something that was so successful in America. Like, But Reverend Ralph, Raphael Warnock and the other guy, Osnoff, yeah. Ossoff, his name is. Yeah, uh, they both won their elections in Georgia, which once again turned the Senate blue. So Senate has the majority leading when it comes to the Democrats. And that was a really... uh, Shout out to everybody in Georgia who came out to vote for the runoff. Word. I mean, that's 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 big. And, you know, Georgia is, like, historically known to be a red state. Mm -hmm. So the fact that, you know, people came out in droves. And shout out to Stacey Abrams, which I want to talk about real quick because... Um, Stacey Abrams has been echoed as a person who has championed voting and stuff, especially in that state. But bigger picture, right, is that black women, once again, they <laughs> come strong. through, they <laughs> save the day, they come through, they, they do the work, and then shit gets done. But I saw something on, on Twitter that was actually pretty interesting where uh, someone mentioned the mammification of Stacey Abrams. And I want to talk about that what? a little bit. Because I think it's actually I think it's actually a, a good point. Not a good point, but it's a very poignant point in where it's like, all right, are we putting Stacey Abrams on a certain pedestal to where it's like we have to rely on someone like her in order for things to get done? And it's like all the work and all that labor is now put on the backs of black women. Black women. You know what I mean? Because Stacey Abrams has been showing up over and over. Now she's the superhero for for black votes in Georgia. But the irony is that, you know, when it really came time for her to be in the front view, nobody gave her that level of support. You know what I mean? But yet she's... Which is sad. but, But she's out here fighting. She's collecting votes. She's gathering things. And, you know, are we... Are we just using strong black women figures as means to an end you know what i mean or should she actually i mean of course she should actually get her flowers but it's like to but to what end what's the impact or the intent of all that you think i i i agree with you because when she ran for governor they, they did not want her to be in office until she took a back seat and rallied folks together to 
accomplish the task of just registering to vote and then going outside of her scope of practice to get people to actually vote within the election to turn around to see if she runs again, would people still show up and support her? Or they're going to say, no, you're good as um, the person to round up people to vote, but right. we don't know if you're going to be great as a leader. You know, that that that's the double-edged sword that is posed in front of her right now because, of course, we all love her. We love her that she's pushing, she's being um, the superhero, but again, like you said, with the mammy, the mammy takes care of children, takes care of house, makes sure um, food is on the table, makes sure um, front yard is clean, but will she ever be in that position to be looked at as a leader? Absolutely. And I, you know, honestly, I mean, you know, I don't know if this angle has been explored, but at the same time, I think there is an attractiveness that comes into play when it comes to certain offices, whereas like Stacey Abrams may not have come off as attractive in the political sphere. Because, I mean, there's some very shallow and very superficial things when it comes to politics, right? You know, Stacey Abrams is a plus-size black woman. She's not exactly the ideal stature of what you know a politician should look like you know once again though she is real poised and well educated in all these things in the political sphere well stereotypes woman, well, woman in general right yeah. women in general in politics aren't really taken seriously to begin with but on top of that you, we have all these things we have these layers that right. just try to keep her under exactly and once again she has showed up time and time again for georgia for you know those people in the sense of that she knows we know that she could do the work, but why is right. she not given the opportunities? And that's something that, you know, we really need to think about more uh, moving forward because people like her should be in a higher position. You know what I mean? She should. Yeah. Do you think that that's possible in the future? Because think... look how long it took for us to have a black female vice president. And to that point, I feel like Kamala is a very special situation because... If it weren't for Biden, that wouldn't be the case. You right. know what I mean? Like, Biden had many choices in the sense of a vice president. But he decided to choose Kamala, which was a good choice. And granted, Kamala was getting a lot of slack before, you know... Definitely, yeah. Before we, um, you know, had her as vice president now. But she was getting a lot of slack for her work with the prison systems. With she was the, getting yep. a lot of sl- slack with her, with for the communities her and background, her, her culture, yep. her language, all these things. So it's not to say that we were easy on them. And keep in mind, we all said, or we as in, you know, black culture, was on some, yeah, all right, we're going to hold these people to task when they get into office. Because Biden was one of the people that was behind the crime bill back in the day. Yep. And Kamala, once again, with her work Based with the police their history, and all these things. Based on their political history. Right. So it was just like, we said, like, yo, you know, obviously, hashtag not Trump. But once they get into office, we're going to hold them accountable or hold their feet to the fire. And I really hope or I really wonder if that's still going to be the case. You know? I hope so, too. I do have a question. Do you think if, um, let's say, 2024, Kamala and Abrams ran, do you think um, this will be a shoe-in based on history? Ooh, now we're getting spicy. I would love to... You know what? I, I just want to see... And, not, okay, let me not lie. I was going to say, I want to see any woman in a presidential seat. Um, but I would obviously like to see a black woman as president. Right. Uh, love to see it. Love to feel it. I just want love that to, to be, be the it. ultimate spit in the face of this country. You know what I mean? Because even outside of just you know race and gender, other countries have had uh, women leaders for the longest. And it's great just like... Prime ministers great prime ministers. Great prime ministers and all that. So it's just like why why in this country there's such a nuance. Obviously we have racism and sexism and Misogyny all these things, and everything, and it's been lied. deep rooted in this country for so long. So I would love to see a black president, a black woman president, in the sense of just petty, and on top of that, someone who's qualified. <laughs> um, Not so much petty. We gotta we gotta have a good balance. No, no, because the person's <laughs> qualified, but also once again a big spit in the face of this country on some petty shit, on some but on some real. Actually, even though it's deep-rooted, a lot of these millennials is not taking shit anymore. They're fighting everything, fighting the system, fighting parents' ideology, fighting history, fighting anything that they've been brought up with. I don't know if this is just like millennial angst or anything like that, but they're looking for truths and they're trying to find out what works out best for their needs. So 
I am hopeful that in the future that we will have a black female president. Mm-hmm. We might have a black female vice president. So, because a lot of a lot of millennials now are fighting back the quote unquote system. Right. You know? And the thing is, because we have much more resources and we have much more opportunities to be more aware yeah. of what's going on, right? One thing which sounds really adverse or really perverse, but, and, and this is actually a question that I went to pose to my coworkers at the time, but um, do you feel that within the Trump presidency, you've started to pay attention more to politics or less? I paid attention more. Even right. though I um, I used to pay attention before and I was uh, an avid poll worker for the Board of uh, Elections in New York City, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't as involved. But now that I knew that Trump had more of a standhold in what governs the country that I actually live in, I wanted to know what he was going to say at all times. So mm-hmm. that made me, that forced me to listen to see what he was going to say, listen to see what each state was uh, what their policies were and try to govern how I'm going to move effectively under his quote unquote leadership. Right. You're absolutely right. That's a good point. And uh, for me, I think when Obama was in office, yes, I was certainly paying attention just because, you know, obviously he's Obama, you know, he was spoken and, you know, he led the country in a different direction. Right. But with Trump, it was not listening more out of fascination. It was more out of fear. Because it's like, yep. anything that comes out this guy's mouth could mean just... I could die tomorrow. Right. I... Russia's <laughs> going to come with the missiles. Japan <laughs> is going to give us some kind of super bug. Something will happen. And it's not because they hate the people of America. They hate our leader. Right. <laughs> but on top of that, you know, anything that he could have said, it could have potentially marginalized a certain group. Or he could have just said something atrocious. Or all these things. And... I think that's why probably certain people paid attention to the, you know, politics and stuff more just because of the Trump factor of what is he going to say next? And, you know, I don't know if there's a catch 22 to that where it's like, all right, now, now because of him, people paid attention more. And now it's just like, all right, we can't let this shit happen again. And he made himself open to that across every social media platform. So we had to make sure we censor him or police him. So he doesn't get too crazy out here. It's saying, God knows what. I mean, and making us <laughs> fearful for our lives. <laughs> I mean, we all like the guy, the guy from Rip, like on some the baby off the Rip, he was lying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he came out the gate lying. So I think that for most people that really paid attention to the news, like they could all just decipher the bullshit that was coming out of his mouth. Yep. Right. So from there, it's like okay. So we all know what lies look like. Right. And then on top of that, it's like, all right, once now that we see the lies, let's find the truth and let's, you know, knock it out with the truth. So the media and all of us being able to pay attention to politics more had a I feel we had a better grip of understanding the truth and saying, no, this nigga's lying. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like blatant we lies. Here's the what's evidence. going on and what's the real real. Right. Here's the evidence. Here's the here's the clear receipts. Like, can no one else see? But meanwhile, these Trumpers are blind to the bullshit and they're just like, yeah, oh, Trump. big time Ray Charles. Big, yeah, Trump, you tell them that the Mexicans are terrorists. Oh, the <laughs> plot twist, the irony, the gag. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, if Trump did anything in his presidency, he certainly let people to become more aware of the news yep. and politics and, and like, on his little soapbox, he let people know that we need to be more aware of what's going on and what policies govern our right. actual lives. Right. So everyone actually is more engaged. There's more people tuning in. There's more people going on social media, looking at um, different websites, reading news, getting their information correctly, making sure that the receipts are secured and they're actually getting facts. Right. Like, now more than ever, because, you know, even with the Donald Trump, there came fake news and social media and how they twisted certain yep. things. So now, you know, now thanks to, I don't want to thank him, but it's just like, thanks to the He just made it more aware for us to make, make sure things are verified. <laughs> right. Verified information. Now we have fact checking. Now we have like social media where it's just like, you know, make sure this is a trusted source and not bullshit. So, yep. I mean, in essence, it's kind of strengthened our... Uh, news in the sense of how we 
consume it, it's also strengthened our means and wills to like find out the actual truth instead of just accepting anything that we're given, you know? Yep. So that's kind of like the upside to everything. And so, yeah, that's kind of a good silver good lining. Outcome. Yeah, good outcome. Yeah, it's a silver lining. You know, for me, I'm not a super political person myself, but I am certainly much more interested in being involved with the news in a sense of what's being said, what our politicians are doing, how they're yep. acting. And I think, if anything, that is a good that's a good thing, you know? That's a good thing. Definitely more in tuned. Involved, aware. Americans are more in tuned. <laughs> Globally, it's more in tuned. Right. Pay more attention. Everybody's looking at America now. <laughs> Yikes. If they weren't before, sis. <laughs> <laughs> All eyes on us and not in a good way. So, <laughs> we shall see what the next couple of weeks shall bring. I hope it brings good stuff. I really hope that, you know, everyone is safe on Inauguration Day. If they try something, Kamala... Could call on Jam I Rock. do hope they police on inauguration. Not police. Day and they need. Action. They need. I don't know the National uh, Guard. I don't know what. What is the highest? They on vacation, Vixen. You, could you not? You couldn't tell. They on vacation because they didn't show up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They need all the snipers. They need snipers from. What happened to the DC sniper? He would have handled everything real quick. Ga Oh baby, <laughs> let let it like Lysol. Like Lysol, let it spray. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, they, like, the inauguration is more than likely going to have extra security this year around. And, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens on Yeah, that we have day. to see how this plays out. Hey, the, the writers of this show called America are not letting up, you know? Nope. Tyler Perry could never. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Do you think we have time to squeeze in a personal question? Sure. Yeah, we have a couple of minutes. Let's see what we could get. Just to switch up the energy, you know? Um, after talking all, all that stuff, I just feel like, you know, let's give the audience something light and, light and fair. So uh, let's get to our personal question of the day as you guys get to know us. And the question today is... I hope it's a good one. <laughs> Unlike oh, the other one. <laughs> we oh. shall not speak about that. Ooh, this is kind of it kind of ties into what we were talking about when it comes to like fake news. So the question is, what untrue thing did you believe for an incredibly long time? What untrue thing I believed for an incredibly long time? I believed, you're going to laugh. Don't laugh. That's fine. I don't know. This stems from me being younger. I believe that putting the light on in the car was illegal. <laughs> I really did. And I'm like, oh my God, turn it off. The cops are going to get us. Ironically, right? Now in 2020, if you're driving in a car with your lights on or something happens, the cops can get you driving while black. But when I was younger, I used to just go really crazy and say, hey mom, no, you got to turn it off. The cops are going to get you. It's illegal. You'll get a ticket. My eight-year-old mom didn't know what actually would happen if she would go to jail or she would get a ticket or whatever. But that was that was uh, something that I believed was true until my adult life when I saw the memes that it was actually false. Sad, right? Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> what about you? For me, so growing up in a Caribbean home, every every superstition is placed on you from birth. Uh <laughs> but they're all real. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't let's not do that. I'm triggered. Let's not. <laughs> Um, even the slightest things where it's like, oh, if you walk around barefoot, your feet go to grow. That's not true. That scientifically, <laughs> as a foot expert, you know, that's not true. Come on. If you, if you sweep somebody's foot, what is it? You don't get married or something like that. Yep. Yep. But you know, that's not true. Well, I, I can't prove it. There has to be extensive research behind that. I don't know. Has and you have to walk in backwards before the sun so a jumbie won't follow you into your house there's a lot wow. there's a lot wow. oh you you didn't know about that one i you know there's so much i can't keep <laughs> i can't keep up with caribbean superstition weekly I, I can't keep up i don't have the newsletter so um... i'm not gonna do it <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna expose no. myself anymore <laughs> um i believed in santa for a while and b by belief i mean i sent a letter to santa because my dad worked for the ups uh usps and i thought he could like get the mail to him priority um Aww. 
plot twist, it never got there because guess what? My father was Santa. So uh, <laughs> when did you figure that out? I figured that out the one year when my dad went to go buy um he went to go buy toys or went to go buy gifts for Christmas one day and uh, his car got stolen or got robbed. Or the toys in the car got robbed. Oh, my God. And that was a story that, you know, was revealed. It's like, oh, wait a minute. What were you doing with the toys? Were you helping Santa? Oh, no. Oh, no. There's no Santa. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. The innocence was gone. I mean, but you know what? I'm actually happy that I found out Santa wasn't real because it's like, yo, why, why do we have this figure of this guy who is a figment of our imaginations taking the credit for our hardworking parents who, you know, were giving us all these gifts every year when we were kids. I agree. You know what I mean? Not fair. Why should this person get the credit? Someone I never even grew up with. Someone I don't even know personally. So, that was something. Yeah, I had my Santa phase, but I was over that. Uh, I also believed uh, something that was uh, very untrue. I also believe that if you, like, you know, other things when it came to just, like, my physical body, where it's like, oh, if you, you know, jump too high, you make it stuck. Or, I don't know, some it's just weird things, you know, weird if superstitions. If you jump too high, you'll get stuck. Some Or if you fix your face a certain way, it'll get stuck that way. Or, oh, yeah. you know, if you sleep on your stomach after you eat, you, you'll some shit would happen. Some wild stuff was like, come on, where are we getting this from? You know, <laughs> step on a crack, you know, all this superstition. So I think those are the things that I would say um, I thought for you believed time in were yeah. untrue. But thankfully, you know, we are older, we are wiser. We don't have to. You do- know what? It's so funny. We can't even trick kids like that anymore now because guess what they do? Google. They just go and Google it. Oh, word? Google, Google it. Oh, if I step on a crack, I break your back? Let me see. Let nope. me see. Let me see your phone. Let me see your phone. <laughs> Let me see your That's phone. The first, the first mm, okay. Thing. First of all, uh, fake, me? <laughs> fake news. You're a liar. <laughs> like, <laughs> I must mash my foot under this crack and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that is about it for us today. I hope uh, all of you who uh, are out there are continuing to do well, especially after last week's events. I just right. want you all to remember that, hey, look. Uh, if you're a white person, I feel sorry for you, son. If you're a black person, <laughs> hashtag none of our business. So just just take it with a grain of salt. We'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Hopefully everybody is safe. Um, shout out to everybody. Actually, I forgot to mention, shout outs to the staffers that were inside the building that were yes. sheltered and safe. Uh, I actually heard a firsthand account on Clubhouse, actually, of this black staffer who was in the building while things were happening. Like, really? In that moment. And he was mentioning how, you know, him and the other staff members were sheltered and they were okay. And it must have been so scary. Right. Despite everything that was happening, they felt emboldened to still do the good work. And so shout outs to that guy. Um, yeah, shout outs to them. And everyone else that was, once again, in that building, I was able to keep safe because, once again, the whites were wiling. And, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. We live to see another day. But once again, hashtag white people problems, not our problems. So <laughs> let the girls fight over there and we still do what we have to do over here. Exactly. So, yes, uh, make sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. Or I guess if you still use that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter as well. Uh, Rovi. Do you still want people to follow you? Are we still up on the Facebook? Of course. What do you mean if we want people? If they want to follow me, of course they can follow me. Okay. You can follow me at N-R-E-V-O-R, all one word, on all social media platforms. All social media platforms. All social media. I'm very simple. Okay. We'll take your word for it. (laughs) All social media, guys. It's not fake news. I promise. We're talking LinkedIn. We're talking TikTok. We're talking Facebook. We're talking Instagram (laughs) and Twitter. And whatever. Clubhouse. And Clubhouse. And Clubhouse. I've not. And Clubhouse. I haven't seen Booyaka. you on there. Booyaka. I haven't been seeing you on there lately, but. We gotta you get, know what? We got to get you into a room to listen to I some, gotta ease some in. good stuff. I'm trying, you know what room I'm trying to go into, so we're not even going to discuss that. Well, so. you know what? How about I start the room, and then you have all the means to come in and join. We're not going to do that. Oh, now, now, now we're against <laughs> we're it. Not, 
We're not going to do that. Why would you support your friend? Okay? Let's, let's, let's just make it happen organically, okay? <laughs> let's do that. Yep. Yep. No GMOs here. All right. Well, <laughs> try to help, but <laughs> just not. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. No, I'm going to take you up on your offer. I'm okay. taking it. Okay. Uh, all right. But once again, I'm, I'm not making a moan room. I'm just letting you know. Oh, my God. I, you know, I didn't say that. All right. Okay. Just saying. Won't be happening from my end. But I won't be doing this with you. I, I hope you, I hope all your clubhouse dreams come true. Whatever. <laughs> and with that being said, uh, thank you guys for listening. You could catch the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And yes, let's do this again next time, shall we? Bye. Thank you. All right. Later, y'all. Definitely sophisticated ignorance, and I'm fucking with it. <laughs>